You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. The future comes, and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall miss no game, withhold no news, report all rumors. I shall wear no jerseys and plead allegiance to no side. I shall live and die on my webpage. I am the word in the darkness. I am the watcher of the TV. I am the megaphone that informs the realms of geek. I pledge my hands and name to the Geek's Watch, for the Geeks and all the Geeks to come. Welcome back for another shift on the Geek's Watch. Hey, we're all here in the same place this week. (gasps) What is happening? That's right, John. Hey. Steven. I'm John. No. No. (laughs) And Jessica. Hello. So uh, we we were missing Jessica last week, and and we left a story specifically for you to talk about. (gasps) You did? So before we get into the Carnival Row on Amazon Prime, uh, episode two, we're going to talk about the news. News. News, News, everyone. Did you have to wave your hands around like that? Yes, I did. It's just for you guys, though, because it's an audio (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Just for you. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I really chose a bad week to be gone because the amount of Disney news that you guys had. We had to go through so much Disney yes. news last week. <laughs> it's like an, it was like an hour of news. I know, and we skipped Lady and the Tramp. How dare we? Yeah, on purpose. You did. Those dogs look so cute. <laughs> and they were all adopted out afterwards. Did you guys see that? I did oh. not. Yeah, all of them got adopted out. So they were just- shelter. Yeah, shelter dogs and they got adopted out. So I heard that's exactly what happened with all of the animals from Milo and Otis too, right? Ouch. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nope. <laughs> so just the mouse on, in that, on that movie are animated? Like it's, it's actual actual dogs they're using except and they're an, doing CGI for the mouth to move? Yeah, that's as far nice. as I know there's actual dogs. Oh, yeah. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Alright, but the other thing you guys didn't talk about was the parks news involving Avengers. So we've got a name for the Marvel Land which I've already mentioned before, they can't call it Marvel Land due to copyright issues. Um, it's going to be called Avengers Campus, apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have a Spider-Man ride is confirmed already, and they already have um, concept art for the vehicle. And apparently in this ride, you're going to be going through like a it's a W.E.B., some sort of engineering thing. So there's a bunch of inventions in it, and an invention goes wrong, and you have to help Spider-Man gather these images they're like tiny little spider bots and you're actually it's supposed to be interactive so you're supposed to be able to like it looks like you're shooting webs along with spider-man I, that sounds like all of the terrible toys from when we were kids <laughs> where it's like spider-man has a motorcycle and it's a squirt gun yeah it sounds like those toys <laughs> it kind of it does and the concept art i've seen it's like you're kind of sitting in like a box spider-man's in front of you and it does look like you're shooting mm-hmm. webs at Wait. these little tiny cute adorable malfunctioning spider bots so (laughs) they're going to give you some some type of virtual reality like uh uh spider uh, web shooter or something yeah i i'm not for sure they haven't done like every and then you know not everything has been released yet about this ride i don't think we even have a name of this ride yet but that's all i can tell from the concept art Hmm. um another ride that people didn't know about it does look like there's gonna be an avengers ride where you're 
flying along with the Avengers during like some huge battle or something. You're supposed to go to Wakanda during it. At least that's one place you're going to. Um, And I think what happens is you end up boarding a Quinjet and you sort of fly around. But when you look at the concept art of the actual ride, it looks like you're individually in your own little jetpack thing or, or something and you're helping the Avengers somehow so another sort of interactive and it's supposed to introduce new technology too so there was that uh a few years back there was that traveling marvel experience avengers experience thing like uh it's essentially mm-hmm. you just went into these different dome rooms where they projected things onto the screen the, uh-huh. the dome above you and i would assume it's i mean it obviously a lot better than yeah. that but it's something like that where you're, you're just being interactive with uh, the different projected stuff right uh, yeah that's what I'm kind of sort of picturing I might be something sort of like a I don't know you guys know the Star Tours type ride where you're mm-hmm. like sitting and it, it's moving and possibly the new Pandora Flight of the Avatar ride put together in one is what I'm thinking it's going to uh. go because Pandora when it came out was pretty huge with new ride technology so I don't know, but it's it's really early concept art. We didn't even know about this ride till D23. So right. um, there's also going to be a Pim Industries restaurant type place in which apparently Scott convinced uh, Dr. Pim to use his technology for food. So, so does that mean you're getting really tiny food? Really, <laughs> yeah, real I, I'm really curious because it does like show like big pretzels and stuff so i was like oh wow are you gonna get like a tiny piece of a giant pretzel to eat? Wait, i've um, seen this movie yeah. it, starts, it starts to rain the food Just, I, I remember the cloudy yeah cloudy, cloudy with a chance of people <laughs> mm, i thought you were gonna say honey i shrunk the kids yeah i thought you were going with honey i shrunk the kids too and then of course you already have the guardians of the galaxy ride in disneyland and this avengers campus is going to be tied to the avengers campus in hong kong and all the rides coming into disney world too including the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, which I saw like a little video of the actual coaster, and it looks insane. It's a roller coaster, and then each individual cart turns as oh, well. Oh, wow. And it's going to have a reverse too launch, too. <laughs> yeah, it looks a lot. And I think you're going to be surrounded by screens. This is going to be a lot on your system. It's, I think we're going to have a lot of sick people, but <laughs> it looks amazing. Now, the, the, at D23, they also talked about the the Star Wars, um, or Star Wars intergalactic ship resort thing that's going to be at disney world and like for was it a family of three for three night ex- two night experience three day yeah. experience it's like three thousand dollars they're six thousand oh, dollars oh yeah and it's supposed to be a full inclusive role yeah, playing because they experience. give you the costumes yeah. as soon as you walk in mm-hmm. and all the windows you know are lcd screens so it looks like you're in outer space and yep. stuff like that I mean, I like that part, but yeah. I mean, for three thousand dollars, you could buy at least a pretzel in Starbucks in Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Why do that part? I mean, it's it is that's quite the money, but it's all inclusive, so I, I guess you don't have to worry about anything else. And I think that was for a family of four. It might have been just the one person. I'm not for sure. I haven't actually looked up. I remember it was on something that. between three thousand and six thousand. Like mm-hmm. the high end was six thousand, and the low end was three. For that 000. price, they better have a room with some Twilight slave girls because that's excessive. They, I don't think Disney's going to be pimping mm, out women for not. you. Okay, is it Twilight? It's, I always I, said I always said Twi'lek. I always said Twi'lek too. Yeah, well, you guys are wrong. Uh-huh. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I, I defer to you on Star Wars, but <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How do you say big old giant walker robot? You said, Four uh, legs. It's not at at. Thank you. It's an AT. It's an AT AT. Yeah. They go out there and they're like, well, what, what's, what's the other one with like the, just the two legs and an AT It's at street. At street. <laughs> <Yeah>. at. 
Uh, okay, so is that all the the park stuff that we learned from D twenty three? Um, other park related stuff that I'm excited for is one of my favorite parks, Epcot, is going to get like a huge expansion thing. It kind of Epcot's kind of sort of considered the really weird park. Um, <laughs> it was kind of sort of like a mosh posh of like companies being in charge of rides. Like Ford was in charge of a ride, Bell Company was in charge of a ride, and then they lost sponsorships after the first ten years of the park opening. So mm. a lot of those rides started to kind of deteriorate and they keep on trying to renew it, but now they're just gonna go ahead and do a full full rehash of the park. They're adding in like a Moana water walkthrough thing that's supposed to be interactive with water. Um, they're adding this like tiered giant tiered sort of festival area it looks insane hmm. but and then they'll have the guardians of the galaxy coaster uh bitterine theme and the countries they're going to be getting a mary poppins ride which was that was a big surprise for d23 was nobody heard about that before d23 so what is the hold Mar- for dear life to that umbrella yeah that's what i was imagining like it's it's the it's like at the zoos where you go over the zoo and the little like the like the basket mm-hmm. over like on a zipline kind of thing. Yeah. It's just that, but you just hold on to it. Oh, just screaming on. the whole time. <laughs> screaming. <laughs> now question. So, so with the inclusion of Spider-Man in the park, it sounds like the deal with Sony doesn't include him having to be removed from the theme park area. No, because like, no. they own the rights yeah. to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They, they always will. They just don't own the movie rights to Spider-Man. So or the TV rights. In theory, could they or still... the video game rights. Could they still continue <laughs> the story of Spider-Man, like... In the park? In the park, sure. like non-theatrically. As long like, as it's not in the screen? Yeah. yeah. I'm not for sure. They already had the deal done for the ride, yeah. I think, when they first did the deal for the movies, too. So, so it's been... they could been... pull in Tom Holland and be like, like, we need to film some lines that explain why you're not going to be in um, the... That they can't, because he has a contract with Sony, uh, not with, well, not mm-hmm. with Marvel. Or yeah. Disney. You can have the mask on and just get a sound alike. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like that might encroach on... I don't know, because I feel like you are going to hear Peter Parker's voice during the ride. So it's, if they already had the contract out for the ride, they probably can still use Tom Holland's voice for it. That's true. And Disney is all about trying to keep it in the same park. But I suppose they also, I think they also have an animated series with Spider-Man. They do have that an animated series, yeah. That, but. that would be awesome, because that's just, that's, that's Josh, or that's Drake, it's Drake Bell. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that was cool. Or uh, you, you, dude, what if they just switch? They just switch and they just use the video game Spider-Man. It's Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, they, they could just get Yuri <laughs> Lowenthal to yeah. do it. He I'm does sh- the voice for everything I'm else. sure, yeah, and I'm sure he doesn't have an exclusive with Sony. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's that, that could be interesting. I mean, uh, okay, staking with uh, Disney, Disney Plus is The Mandalorian. It's been said that... Uh, the show will, since we know it's going to be taking place after Return of the Jedi, before Force Awakens, it's more than likely going to be show us the starts of the First Order and how they came to rise to power that you see in uh, Force Awakens. Because that's, what, 20 years in between the two movies? About 30. 30 years? It's almost real time. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, this is interesting, too, because uh, a lot of information has been coming out lately as far as um, that in-between time of the First Order, like we now know why they're called the First Order. Because uh, apparently after the Emperor died, he sent out all these droids with the recording of him, um, these red droids that would display his face in their head. And basically, his First Order, should anything happen to him, uh, you know, unexpectedly, was for them to leave to the outer, like the unknown regions and rebuild. And awesome. That's, that, that fits my theory for, come the, in. for the new movie. 
What's your theory? The ships look old and different. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they look like they have the old school uh, Star Destroyers in, yep. in part of the trailer. Mike Punch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, they very much look like that. So, like, that's that's my whole theory for the thing is that these forces, that's a whole separate force thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, wow, it, apparently, it's, it, it all does tie together, even though from other interviews that they've been coming out with recently, J.J. Abrams has kind of, sort of, implied that he had to scrounge to make it all fit after some of the changes that ryan johnson did mm-hmm. to kind of retcon it so now they're gonna say and i don't know if this is a spoiler or not but they're gonna say oh yeah kyle ring was right your parents were nobodies in reference to ray but your grandfather was a different story <laughs> so I technically mean, he wasn't wrong nah, just- <laughs> i mean if your grandfather if your father is someone important i'm pretty sure that still makes you someone important even if you don't do something with your life yeah yeah like, well, if you're the grandkid of winston churchill like just because your dad didn't do shit doesn't mean your grandpa wasn't winston churchill yeah, exactly well, I, and we're gonna find out more clarification on that but that's the idea that they're running with so. i don't i don't know uh, if that's that's exactly true yeah. yeah well i mean that line in the last shot i always bugged me from Kylo Ren because I was like then why were you so freaked out when you found out that the stormtroopers with a girl on mm-hmm. the planet what the heck was the planet called Jakku, Jakku. yeah Jakku he was like what girl and I was like clearly you know about some girl on this planet like how could she how either, would you know she's a nobody like that, why are you worried maybe he was an incel and he's like whoa there's a girl yeah. here oh. yeah. <laughs> I was like, girls are girls? a thing bro there's gonna be girls there <laughs> yeah. holy crap dude we gotta get back over there <laughs> Sure, that's all the things that could happen. Um, so yeah, uh, Eddie, more or less ex- ex- excited about the Mandalorian. I'm super excited about the Mandalorian. At this point, I couldn't be more excited unless they say that you know Boba Fett's going to be in there too at some point. But right now, I'm happy with what we're being shown so far. And I, I don't know the the exact canon lore. Is is it possible for Boba Fett to show up? It's possible. Clones. It's, it's been hinted at in, I think, the, uh, whatever the book was called before The Force Awakens came out. There was one that kind of briefly touched up on some of the history of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, there was rumors that in a dusty kind of shop in the middle of nowhere, in a backwater planet on Tatooine, whatever, the Tatooine system, somebody once saw some, like, what looked like Mandalorian armor for sale. And they're like, huh, wonder if that means that that was Boba Fett that came out. Hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, A New Dawn was the name of the book. Got it. And uh, yeah, so it, it's kind of thrown in there just as a, like a safety net. It was like, we can use this and reference it. Like, yes, we mentioned it. Or they could just make up whatever they want. And as long as they don't contradict each other. But yeah, it's always been widely accepted that Boba Fett didn't die. And he wasn't supposed to die. But Lucas doesn't know how to tell a good story. And that <laughs> ended up happening. <laughs> But yet, he's been telling the same story for the last 40 years. That's also mm-hmm. true. Okay. And every time he tries to be bold and unique and different, he just cribs the, the Bible. <laughs> he has the Bible or the, uh, John Carter. <laughs> John Carter yeah. The hero's journey. Uh, okay, so uh, jumping over to Batman, Robert Pattinson or R-Bats or Pattinson, <laughs> however you people call it. These days, uh, did an interview with Variety, and he talked talked a few minutes about how he was super afraid that when it leaked that he had done a screen test for the for the role that he had lost it because he really, really, really wanted this role. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess you know he, he's only been doing indie films since Twilight. Mm-hmm. I guess other than that nine eleven movie, but 
you know, he's he, he this is the movie that he wanted to do to come back into quote unquote the mainstream. So he was really upset about that. He was really afraid that he might have lost the role to Nicholas Holt because that also got like, leaked at the same time. But isn't Nicholas Holt like I feel like he keeps doing roles that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought he was a pretty decent Beast, it w- but it, like so, Beast was the the main one where everyone like, was aware of him, uh-huh. uh, and then Fury Road. But then he keeps playing, like he keeps doing biopics. He did that one mm-hmm. that where he was Tolkien, like, yeah, Tolkien, yeah. and then the, there's the Nikola Tesla. Whatever, oh, Current War. Oh, right, yeah. that's yeah. right. I forgot that he did that. It exactly, come out yet? Well, it hasn't come out yet. It did come out. No, it didn't. Yeah, I thought I thought they they moved it. They moved it because Weinstein was fuckhead yeah. and creep and. <laughs> I so thought, I, the Weinstein company had to sell it, and yeah, another so five hundred whatever. Yeah, some, I the name of someone won, but I don't think it, it came out yet. That they were supposed, to, it's supposed it to did. come out still. But I could be wrong. We could be. I could be wrong. I but feel like I saw I, a trailer wrong. for it a couple months ago. <laughs> again, um, but yeah. So he was really afraid about that. He was really upset, upset that he would lost the role. But we all know he got the role. Uh, he also let it go in the in the interview. Not that it's a big spoiler or anything, but the, he let it go that the the first script, the rough draft. The first draft of the Batman from Matt Reeves is done. It has been it is completed. So uh, we are that much closer to getting a new Batman movie. I mean, I, I'm glad because <laughs> I, I I just want this to happen. So then everyone stops asking for Snyder cuts of anything. Oh, that would <sighs> be great. Yeah. What, what did you discover? Uh, it was July. Mm-hmm. It did come out in July. Month, yeah. yep. Wow. All right. Well, to absolutely expect that to be on your, your VOD soon enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if anyone still wants to pay money for it. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, Netflix? Five ninety nine. What is the next big inf- piece of information you want to hear about, that you're most excited to hear about for the Batman movie, if you're excited at all? That he's like, actually playing Terry McGinnis. I, wanna see, I just want to <laughs> see the Batsuit. Like, that's all I really care about. This is going to be a year one story? No. It's supposed to be if more equivalent, it'd be a year three story. So who would be, he be facing off in something like this? Yeah. Year three is... It'd you're probably mob-related, right? No. Mob-related is more year one. Oh. Year one, year two. So year three would probably be the start of getting all your uh, your big baddies. It'd be it'd probably be around uh, the Killing Joke. Jo- Long Halloween, sorry. That would probably be closer to what uh, year three would be. So it's the bigger introduction to a lot of your quote unquote supervillains. So, so like the Riddler. The Riddler. I really would want to see David Tennant as the Riddler. <laughs> I, I like heard somebody wish it and I was like, now I'm wishing it too. That would be perfect <laughs> casting. Because yes. I, I, I like that idea because then it would still like it's Cedric Diggory. And, and <laughs> oh, <just> wow. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> uh, but yes. So, uh, I yeah, like I said, I want to see the bat suit. You want to see who whoever's going to play the Riddler if the Riddler is involved in the story. Yeah, you, you, essentially, you want to know who the the villain's going to be. Yeah, is, is that what we're talking yeah. about? I, I want Casey Neistat to play the Riddler because he looks so much like Frank Gorshin. You're going to have to give me uh, Casey, Casey Neistat, is a YouTuber. Oh, it, we'll, we'll check back in on this later. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take some time. I now, who's the one. other one? Gorshin, uh, the classic one from the '67 TV show. Ah, uh, okay, Batman. 66. Who was also the half white, half black man from from uh, Star, Star Trek, Trek, the original series? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I also would want to see if it's going to return to its detective roots. That's really what being more superhero. That's, ex- that's what Matt Reeves has said. He says okay. it's supposed to be more of a detective noir story than anything else. Yeah, and I hope it stays with so that. So no, yeah. like superpowered beings and no supernatural stuff. It'll be just be him against some other. Not one necessarily. Yeah. I mean, it could still be take. Uh, it could be something that it's just. It essentially it has to be something that he has to use his detective powers to figure out instead of punching it. Yeah. 
Solomon Grundy. Sure. <laughs> he, if he has to figure out how Cyrus Gold was killed, why Born not? on a Monday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, to me, it's the suit, and then maybe whoever they get to play Alfred. Like I, I'm super oh, interested yeah. in who who they get to to play Alfred. Stephen Co- Steve Coogan's been a name that's been thrown around. I think that'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be pretty funny. Oh, I want him for anything. Yeah, that sounds great. He can do it. I did come across someone else like earlier this week who I thought would be really cool, but I don't remember who it was anymore. So it's not that. If anybody's watching Pennyworth, that that show is amazing. It's it's really good. It's, Pennyworth. Yeah, oh, okay. it's the it's on Epics. It's uh it's essentially, Bru- or Alfred Pennyworth after he gets back from, quote unquote, the war, mm-hmm. and he uh starts, been getting involved in politics not politics but the under politics the underworld politics of london and then uh thomas wayne and in martha kane which is eventually martha wayne mm-hmm. Who get, mm-hmm. get involved in his life see a wig or a tory neither no. <laughs> <laughs> a free man, hey? it's you're, you're essentially it's the it's the raven society and the no name league and those two are the the two under politics groups that are essentially running the the country I didn't realize the show had already started. Yeah, started uh, like the week after San Diego Comic Con. Hmm. Oh, yeah, because I was I was intrigued by that one. It looks solid from all the trailers and stuff. It's a it's a really good show. Are they going to show his time in Burma? They have not shown his time in Burma. Well, that's not true. They 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 keep showing his flashbacks to the war that he's been. You don't necessarily say what war it is. Vietnam. It takes night. It takes place in 1977, but a lot of the same thing that happens in. This show is the same thing that happens in every Gotham you've ever seen, where it's timeless. Like it's mm-hmm. you have things from the turn of the century, but you also have things that are a little bit futuristic, and then yeah. you know it's all See, different stuff. I think the animated series had the best combination of that. Yeah, um, and that's what don't mean. work quite as well. Tw- yeah. Twenty-seven years this last week. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. nuts. Wow. That is crazy. That's that serious. No, say, say Burma like Michael Caine. Burma. <laughs> <laughs> Master Bruce. <laughs> Master Bruce. Uh, still talking about Batman. The Joker was at the Venice, Venice Film Festival this week, and it won the Golden Lion Award, which I'm assuming is their big award because it went to The Shape of Water before, and it went to uh, Alfonso Carrion's Roma. Don't, don't they also so, have a Golden Palm somewhere? That's at the uh, Can. That's Can. Yeah, that's Can. So, so it's getting more and more accolades. It's it's getting more prestige. I still am not excited about <laughs> seeing this movie. Same, but hey, people wanted to watch a movie about a clown going crazy or a guy becoming crazy as he go, becomes a clown. This is the movie for you. I just people coming out of the like the screenings for this movie. They're basically saying everything that I was worried about for it. Okay, where mm-hmm. they're, they're saying like. Like it's basically just it's that idea of like the one bad day is the thing that makes a person into a like a real bad person mm-hmm. and he ends up with these followers that are all mimicking the stuff that he's doing and again while I understand that being a cool story I don't think it's something that's necessary for this day and age nope. no we already have plenty of that stuff yeah, yeah. in real life <laughs> and it's not like this is gonna validate anything in a big way like I understand being shunned by society or whatever is bad that doesn't mean that anything else you do is justified I don't need to not I don't need to at all. sympathize with this you character. don't need to sympathize no. with him that's the thing I yeah. don't understand why people oh we need a story with the Joker where you know you, you learn more about his no you don't you just need to know that he's bad yeah 
Like I, going into his origins, I think one of the nice things for the Heath Ledger stuff, or honestly for comics for a long time, was the idea that his origins were ambiguous or varied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depending on what day it was or mm-hmm. who he decided mm-hmm. to tell the story to. It's- See, but you can treat this exactly the same. This is just one of the many different origins he can have because I'm, that lends itself to the character. But, that's but the, not- or- the origins weren't like this, though. Yeah. Th- those origins were like, this one bad thing happened. This is like we're going through it, like dude, like we're like holding his hand as he goes through it and then breaks down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And while that's fine, even if this didn't have the Joker or anything else attached to it, I have the same criticisms. I th- I really feel like the the worst part for me is that it's it sets a precedent because if they don't at the end of this say, eh, it might have happened that way or it didn't happen that way, mm-hmm. and then now from now on. People are always going to refer to this movie as the origin of the Joker, oh. like this, like because for the longest time people thought that the the Jack Nicholson origin of the Joker was the origin of the Joker. Well, see, and now they have multiple choice. The, the, sure, <laughs> we did we did end up with stuff like that where it's like the stuff with Joe Chill and right. everything they did in the comics mm-hmm. to like solidify Joe Chill and his position and stuff like that mm-hmm. and f- make him oddly important. Um, like all that stuff happened and now that's just canon moving forward. Right. Again, I, I comics are people playing with other people's toys and to give anything that's like super specific, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Venice Film Festival. Uh, is that like Venice Beach or is that Venice in Italy? I think the, the latter. The the latter. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Still sticking with DC Comics or DC movies, Peter Capaldi, the one-time doctor, uh, is joining James Gunn's Suicide Squad in an unknown role, but also Pete Davidson is going to have a small role uh, from SNL. Uh, He looks like Dr. Light to me. (laughs) Pete Davidson? (laughs) Yes. Or Peter Capaldi? Uh, Capaldi. Capaldi looks like Dr. Light? Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. We're going to have a Dr. Light in Titans on D- DC Universe. Not that they can't have one in both. They had a cyborg in the... They do. One of them. I thought, yeah. I thought so, you were saying Mega Man. No, oh, not, no, not, not that Dr. Light. I was like, okay, no, yeah. <laughs> Who's Dr. Wiley? I'm in. <laughs> I, I just don't see him fitting in with Suicide Squad. But, hey, if they want to do that, I'm, I'm completely for it. I was thinking King Faraday, who is a big Silver Age character that he's all about spy work and stuff like that i could see him being worked into the suicide squad even in modern day comics he's he was the black king of that would instruct the suicide squad That's so racist. yeah sure yeah. Uh, his, his name <laughs> <laughs> anyways but uh pete davidson it says more more than anything it's going to be him filming stuff in between doing snl things so it's going to be a small role. I can only assume that's uh, a guard like Mike Ike Barinholtz was in the last one or something like that. It's going to be real important. Yeah. Real important. What's what's the... There's that... Um, is it Parasite? He's going to be Parasite. Oh, he's going to be Rudy? Yeah. Okay. It'll be that important. <laughs> and then someone just like takes a gun. Just, poof, that's it. I thought going to say Parallax for a second. No, like, that would be nuts. <laughs> Give that to Pete Davidson. There you go, dude. Have at it. Have at it. You're, you're the new Sinestro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Any any other looking forward to to Peter Capaldi Doctor anything like that? No, he wasn't my favorite Doctor, so I he brings nothing to it that I'm like, oh my god, yes, he like whatever he does is awesome. <laughs> but I just like how this cast is shaping up. It's just got like a little bit of everything. It's such in a there. huge cast too. Yeah, that like we had Nathan Fillion last week and. <laughs> This too much. Like I don't trust DC writers. <laughs> so many people. To me, what this says is that people are going to actually die. Like we're going to actually get a Suicide Squad where people are killed off. Yeah. So, which is okay with me. Okay. So if if Pete Davidson 
if that's what happens Pete Davidson in the beginning where they're basically just like no yeah no no he's dead like he does something and Amanda Waller's like mm-mm boop and he's dead <laughs> yeah. Yeah. who is he who, who is the character you cast him as the condiment that, that king. is a real what, the condiment this? king he is, it's a batman is. character that shoots mustard and, and ketchup at people it's not in that one exactly <laughs> yeah wait that, that's like was it freezer burn basically yeah, like, essentially <laughs> so okay. that, that's who i see him wasn't he John? like he was in the lego set recently too like one of those batman probably oh yeah it was for uh for the the batman the lego the lego batman movie he was in uh, one of those sets, and oh like, yeah. yeah, he had his condiment backpack. Uh huh. It, it was awesome. I think what, he what, throws like packets uh, of taco sauce too. Did, did, yeah, he's just ridiculous. You think, you think he? You think he lives in like a like an apartment, or is it like a condominium? Nah, I, I see what you did. Oh my there. god, that looks <laughs> amazing. I want this. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Well, he has more than ketchup and mustard. What's the green? Is it relish? Relish. Oh my god, pesto. <laughs> I just follow him with a hot dog. Like, can I get some of that, please? Can I get some of that, dude? I'll give you my money. See, that's, he was a hot dog vendor, and he had one bad day. One bad day. One bad day. <laughs> Took a t-shirt cannon and a mustard bottle. He's like, I'll show them. I'll show all of them. <laughs> do you remember? I do. I don't know if you, you two watch Gargoyles, but I'm sure John yeah. did. Yeah. So, do you remember the episode where uh, that dude kept following around? Uh, Goliath with a big bazooka, and it turned out to be a pie, like to shoot him with. No, because it was because you know how in that show they always had the same background characters drawn yeah. Yeah. everywhere. So the idea was that this guy, even though he he was drawn and never actually talked to, mm-hmm. it, all those bad things still happened to him. Like he lost a job because <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. So he was like, "This is me getting my revenge," and it was a, he shot a pie at Goliath right in the face. He was like always in the wrong place at the wrong time, just because the animators were just <laughs> yeah, because they just drew putting, you. yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's good. He's good and to they keep made a whole, on model. One of yeah. those random funny episodes between the serious ones, it's just right. like it what? Me. I like this. I can't imagine how he'd react. Like Eliza, is this pie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that guy was. Pie. <laughs> mm, uh, Todd McFarlane. He is having troubles making that Spawn movie with uh, Jeremy Renner and. Jamie Foxx at the moment, so Imagine. he has come on and said he is trying to develop two, not one, but two animated series for Spawn, one for adults and one for kids, because what Spawn, is, if anything, is for kids. I hope the kid version is like <laughs> Muppet Babies, like, <laughs> like ridiculous, like child infantilized, like everything's happy and bright colors. And- Do you remember that, uh, that video that came out that was, uh, what if... Watchmen was a Saturday morning cartoon. Wasn't that on The Simpsons? Mm, I don't think so. They had like a Watchmen babies joke or something. Maybe, hmm. but there was like it, essentially it was just the theme song, and it was it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but with the Watchmen instead. And even Warshak is eating pizza and stuff. Like it, it's it's a funny little video. <laughs> awesome. how, how does he? It has a talking pizza? car I, <laughs> through the mask, just like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. like you do. Uh, either anybody else interested in an animated Spawn show? Uh, the the one from HBO back in 1990? It was 94. Four? Okay. It's beloved. It was good. Yeah. I, I like this. I like this and dislike it. Um, okay. Uh, first, I like it because people should do this kind of thing all the time. 
Uh, do you yeah. guys remember the series Escaflone? No. Nope. The anime series? Mm-hmm. They, they made three versions of that. There was, um, it was supposed to be like this three-pronged assault. There was the, the manga, which was all romancy, and that was supposed mm-hmm. to be for girls. And then um, the movie that was like super action-y and like super like edgelordy was supposed to be for boys. Yeah. And the anime series was a mix of both. They made all three of those, and they all went over fantastically. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. I like that. I started watching a little bit of uh, <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist, the live-action movie on Netflix the <clears> other day. I hope the anime's better than that. It's a lot better than that, I promise. Yeah, that movie, they were trying to condense a lot. (laughs) I I was watching it, and I I gave up halfway. I was like, fuck this. Yeah, I don't (laughs) don't blame you. The thing I don't like about this is he's like, well, we're having a real hard time securing funding to do this. If we could do some crowdfunding for this, that'd be great. Yeah. So what do you do? Make two series instead of one you couldn't pay for. You fucking idiot. (laughs) What if it's like the same thing, but just bleeped out? <laughs> every time, every time Spawn's like ripping someone's face off, it's it just, just a black like blurs. A black circle, black square, pixelated like nudity. Oh just wow! Sheets. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know if there's a place for Spawn in yeah. modern yeah. day pop culture. Um, I think there's just the nostalgia for it. So we'll see. Is there really though? I, there, there were a lot of '90s people, not a '90s kids that that love Spawn, dude. It, yeah, it changed I, the I way like comics Spawn, were. But like, I definitely have grown past that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think most of us have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I've, what I'm saying. Is there a demand for? This? Oh no! I asking. thought you were just asking if there was nostalgia. No, for it. no, no. It was like, like, who really wants to see more Spawn? Like, mm-hmm. I think the time to strike for something like that was so long ago. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. So. It just kind of reminds me, I've seen an anime that was a kid's anime in Japan, but when it came over to America, they lost budget. I want to say it was called Ghost Adventures. It was some The, the, ghost. the creator said, I don't give a shit what yeah, you guys do with like, this. Go he for just it. went with the dubbers and was like, here, just take this random... It was a really random show. Like I don't yeah. even know how the original Japanese one worked. It was like kids hunting ghosts. But when it came to America, they so much just say whatever you want. And so it's like these little kids saying sex jokes and yeah. stuff. They're like, it's they're just... Like, you should you should beat up the ghost with your boobs. They're huge. Like it's terrible it's just, fucking things. I need to watch this. Hilarious. <laughs> just, wow. That's how you yeah, sell a series to me. It's so funny. I want to say it was called Ghost Adventures yeah, or that's, something. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. It, it's it's made for YouTube. Yeah. Really, really. It kind of sounds like what they did with the uh, the X Men animated series on YouTube in the early days of YouTube with the Juggernaut bitch. Oh yeah. Oh. I was like that's that's lowbrow but it's just perfect for me like i love that i think you would like this series honestly. i you know what I, you sold me on it <laughs> you really yeah you really should watch this one i, I, I haven't thought about that in years <laughs> i was okay with that <laughs> uh the anybody watch go out and watch the alicia vikander tomb raider movie when it came out two years ago I did. two three years ago i forgot that came out yeah i liked it i thought i, it, yeah, I it was wasn't solid. i was never a big tomb raider video game person but it made me look it made me think a lot of the video like the video it looked a lot like the video mm-hmm. game it made me play the newer like the reboot of the video games too and that was really yeah, good the, too those games so are good. yeah so uh well we are getting a sequel or at least a little bit more movement on a sequel to that one uh the new director is ben wheatley from directing movies like uh free fire and kill list i don't i don't think i ever saw kill list but i did see free fire which is a very interesting movie it's got uh um, brie larson and uh uh army hammer amongst a bunch of other people but it's like three different groups of people in this warehouse just shooting at each other for an hour and a half because it's 
essentially like Brie Larson and Army Hammer's group is undercover cops or undercover mm-hmm. federal agents, and they're there to do a, a deal, and it everything goes south. So the three different sides keep shooting each other, each other, and one dude's there like as a paid assassin to kill somebody, and it, people are just getting picked off one by one over and over. And it's it's an interesting movie because it all takes place in the one spot. And they literally are all just trying to kill each other, and they have to find new creative ways because they run out of bullets. It's it's Reservoir Dogs, Home Alone, and Guns. Yes. <laughs> okay. Very very astute. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was an interesting movie. I, I, so I'm interested in see what he does with this because obviously those are different types of movie than what a whole Tomb Raider movie would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we can get horror genre directors to come over and make superhero movies why not what's what um right before lord of the rings that's what peter jackson did it's true he made movies that were a hop skip and a jump from tromo films yeah yeah dead alive (laughs) is definitely uh yeah i don't know if it's a step above tromo it's a a side step from tromo it's it's a lateral move yes i think they had more money in that movie than tromo did Uh, maybe but just but only just 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 barely uh, so does that make anybody more excited to see uh, 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 Alicia Vikander as, as Laura Croft? I think it's cooler doing a second one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I honestly can't remember what happens at the end of that one. Oh, she going after the people that she thought were her friends, her father's friends, but they were actually... Yeah, she finds out she was betrayed right. by the company, so she's going to go after So them. that was the whole thing. Uh, Will Poulter, direct, or actor, <laughs> has been cast in Amazon's Amazon Prime Video's Lord of the Rings series. Don't exactly know what he's been cast as. What, do you have any idea what he could be? Could some people? I heard some people say young Elrond. I definitely I think he, that that's yeah. what they're going for. Look at that forehead. He has the eyebrows. That works. Yeah, he has the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some commanding eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, as John likes to point out, that he was supposed to be the new Pennywise. Yep, but he got beat by the scars guard. Actually, no, I think he dropped out. I just think he dropped because of all the like the production issues they were having at the time. Mm. That he just was like, "Yeah, I need to move on to something else" because it wasn't going anywhere. I mean, he will always be the the young man from Meet the Millers for me. Yeah, <laughs> I can't disassociate him now from bit uh, my beefy. Yeah. he says. <laughs> I, I can't disassociate him now from uh, Bandersnatch. You know, and, and that's another good one too. And wasn't he also the was it him or was it uh, Meth Damon that was in uh, uh, the the Bear movie, Revenant? Oh, I, no, he I was in the Revenant. That. He was Will Poulter. Yeah, because I, I looked him up because I was like, "Where do I know him from?" And then I saw Miller's, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, he dude." Um, <laughs> and but yeah, what? I saw the Revenant under his. I can't think of what that uh-huh. other actor's name is. I had to call him Meth Damon. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, yeah, is Meth Damon or Fat Damon, depending on who you ask. <laughs> Which he's now married to Kirsten Dunst because uh-huh. they met on Fargo TV show. Yeah. Huh. So Matt Damon Dunst. Matt Damon, Damon Dunst. Dunst. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. Any, other than and young Elrond, any, any ideas? That's what I think. Yeah. I think he'd be a... Elf. He'd make a good young elf. Half elf. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. Print it. Done. Done. To the presses. <laughs> uh, everybody knows the Twilight Zone? <coughs> yes. yes. It's created by Rod Serling, and guess what? They're doing a biopic. And it's going to be directed by Richard Kelly, director of Donnie Darko. And Steven is mm. not happy about this. Mm. <laughs> Do you not like Donnie Darko? Because I don't. I don't like Donnie Darko at all. Yeah, I, I don't. Mm. I don't. Oh, no, good. Look at that. It's poopadoo nonsense. <laughs> 
John? I don't know what's wrong with all of you. <laughs> I, I couldn't even get through it. Like. Yeah. Darnie Darko is brilliant. All it, the theatrical version is brilliant because it was taken out of his hands and edited into a proper movie. Why? Is it, is it it's a thing for you? Yes. Star Wars, that also. Yes, mm-hmm. I know that. What? So, wait, he, he only likes it when someone else edits the movies? Uh-huh. No, I like she it like when... Di- directors make the wrong moves all the time. Yes. I, I'll defend the director when they do good, but there's also times when their own ego gets in the way and someone else has to step in and be like, now, now, we got to make this into something that will be watchable. What yeah. about Blade Runner? It's, oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, I like Blade Runner, but that's a mess. Uh, how many cuts are there of that now? That's insane. Seven? Yeah, because honestly, six is the last thing I knew of. Yeah, yeah probably. So I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a cut someday where they'll combine the first and the second into just one eight-hour movie. <laughs> That'll be nuts. And I'll go. I'll go watch that at <laughs> Get a vegan pizza. I'm going to sit there and watch that stupid movie. And then uh, include the, the, the anime short right in the middle of it, too, That's, to dude, bridge them. Best case scenario. You can right? throw in all the, the, the little shorts that they filmed for the for part two for 2049 mm-hmm. with, like, uh, Batista's character and yeah, the all the side characters. And a new uh, voiceover by Harrison Ford. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now with extra racism (laughs) well uh then john are you excited about a donnie or richard kelly rod sterling movie uh i wouldn't say i'm excited but i am interested because i like richard kelly even though because you are a big fan of southland tales i you know what it (laughs) you are terrible it's you're, I don't hate it. I don't like you it's at all. Just, it's not a good movie, but it's it's an interesting watch. I mean, if you're a fan of cinema and writing and directing, but see, I'm and a you fan watch of all this, those things, and you watch this, and you just go like, "How could somebody do this?" Yeah. You know? But it's it's interesting. It's kind of like watching what not to do in a movie. Fair. Hmm. Um, South, Southland Tales. It's just no serenity, right, John? It's oh, <laughs> damn you, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be an episode of the Geeks Watch if Steven didn't make fun of Firefly. <laughs> Get me all upset. Get that blood pressure rising. Uh, <laughs> looking at a picture of Rod Sterling here, who would you like to see play him in a biopic? Um, Peter Falk. Peter Falk? What? <laughs> I just, I'm the um, first name that came to mind. The, the guy that was married to Jennifer Aniston. Uh, ju- uh, uh, Jason Thoreau. Yeah. No, Justin. Not, Justin Thoreau, thank yeah. you. That's I a see good that one. face there. I like that option. Yeah, I can see that. He's also just, just fluff up the eyebrows a oh, little bit. Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis is retired. Phantom Thread was he's, his last he's movie. He said it like ten times. <laughs> Doesn't matter anymore. But how, would, how would he go method on something like this? He would just write things, stories all the time and be mad and smoke himself to death. He would actually reboot. <laughs> is that how Rod Sterling died? Yeah, he smoked, he smoked too much. <laughs> you know, Rod Sterling was also instrumental in the uh, the making the Planet of the Apes series mm-hmm. back in the sixties too. So. I don't. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know. That. I think he actually wrote the uh, particularly the, the ending. No, it's funny it's, that you say that because the face that I see when I'm looking at that is James Franco. Oh, well, there you go. It all comes full circle. Now we gotta make it Dave Franco. Okay. No, here you go. You can be Dave. <laughs> and D- Dave Franco has better eyebrows to be that. Fair. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he was known as the brows in the family. That's fair. <laughs> Franco had the hair. Uh, all right. Any 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 suggestions from you, Jessica? I got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, all right, we talked about casting for GI Joe previous weeks. We got another set of casting. We have 
Uh, star of the Raid and Raid 2, uh, Aiko Uase. Sure. Aiko Watiti. It's the only thing I'm ever going to call him. He's going to play Hardmaster in the Snake Eyes movie. Um, Hardmaster, I believe, is the one that takes in young Snake Eyes as a child to be to learn at the Arkashish clan and uh, is the one that it, eventually gets killed. It's pronounced Worcestershire sauce. No. <laughs> it's Worcester. Can you say it like Sean Connery? Worcestershire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this. I like the idea of him getting more work. Um, I guess American work, so to speak. But uh, if you watch some of his other movies, they're, they're, it's pretty. He's, he's a great actor and martial artist. So Is this dude Thai? Yeah. No. What? Indonesian. That's the one. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, jo- Tony Ja is Thai. Ah, yeah. So, the two of them, I think, were in a movie together, and I can't remember what movie it was. It was the something Enforcer, or you're thinking I, the Protector. No, <sighs> no, I think they were in that Triple Threat movie that recently with like Michael Jai White and Scott Adkins. Like all of them were in the movie together. Mm. So mm. there's that Mission Impossible Seven. Has been has cast Haley Atwell in a role, so that's interesting. Yeah. Do you think uh, she's going to have any relation to Rebecca Ferguson's character, or do you think it's more just English and English? She's going to be a new person, new person altogether. Yeah, probably the villain. Yeah, new she's villain. Gonna, Haley Atwell is a villain. Haley Atwell is a villain. That'd be pretty awesome. Like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. No, I don't think there's any talk of what her role could possibly be but uh yeah christopher cory the director said that Haley atwell uh should you choose to accept <laughs> so there you go i appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> last story we're going to talk about i think unless anybody else has anything I, I i have things like i think everyone should check out this week but that's like one-off mentions okay we'll get that okay uh but earthsea is yeah. going to be returning to a series adaptation Near I have no, no idea what Earthsea is about. Uh, names are powerful. Names are magic. There's dragons. There's a lot of choppy seas. Yeah. Wizards. Yeah. Wizards a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's more <laughs> trying to capitalize off of the fact there's no more Game of Thrones. Probably. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't think of that. It's more high fantasy than that, though. But it's more high fantasy. It's more yeah. like Lord of the Rings high well, fantasy. Because we're getting Lord of the Rings at Amazon. We're getting Chronicles of Narnia at Netflix. The King Killer series is coming. King Killer, mm-hmm. is that on Hulu? Uh, was it Showtime? Sure. Something. Uh, I think Hulu is getting something. I, forget, I can't remember what. But So this, I don't know where this is going to be going. It says A24. Oh, shit. I didn't know it was an A24 it thing. Says, oh. Now I'm way more interested. Deadline reports that the producer has now partnered with A24 to bring Earthsea to TV series rather than a movie, which was previously reported. How weird, though. Like, A24 does things that are typically lower budget. Yeah. This is true. This is going to be a higher budget thing. <laughs> you would think so. So, huh. uh, with Fox producing an A24 financing, the next step is finding a network or streaming service that was willing to go along for the ride, one place you'd imagine that wouldn't happen would be Sci-Fi, which already yeah. aired in Earthsea mm-hmm. adaptation back in 2004, which was not a critical success mm-hmm. and was more or less disowned by Le Guin. Yep. 
real hard. Is, is anything on sci-fi a success? I mean, anytime <laughs> it is, they usually they, just they sell it to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like ex- anytime it looks like it's going good, they just go. I feel what? like the expansion was an success, and they they took it away. Oh god, true. <laughs> they maybe, make money. Maybe they do. Maybe they're doing some kind of scam, like the producers. Uh, like they only want things that flop, so they make insurance <laughs> like claims out of it. Honestly, that that's what it feel, it's starting yeah. to feel like. Um, so if it's it's by Fox, does that mean it's by Disney? Disney owns it. Uh, now it does. Yeah, now it does. I, I, th- I don't know. I thought they're still trying to figure stuff out with Fox. So mm. I think the way that stuff is, it's still like um, it's like a financial ownership of things, but it's not like Disney's like no, this is what we do. Yeah. Um, it, the one that I always cite in that kind of situation where there's an, like a larger company is the Microsoft uh, Nintendo thing, right? Mm. Like Microsoft actually has this like controlling financial stake in Nintendo, mm-hmm. but they don't exercise that. You don't see Master Chief in. Yeah, like Halo or in um, Smash Brothers. Yeah, I thought we. I thought they did do that already. No, everyone wants it. Oh, they've done everything else though. Now it's now it is mean, crazy because yeah. it's well, It could be almost like what is in the 1990s. I think Disney owned Miramax, but That's you true. didn't yeah. really know that unless mm-hmm. you. Well, that was their arm to to release like uh, yeah independent stuff, so maybe artsy stuff. Kind of mm-hmm. treat it like that. And like Buena Vista was their live action stuff that wasn't Disney, right? Touchstone. Touchstone. Right? Oh, yeah, Touchstone. Touchstone. Okay, yeah. I, that was a good logo. Lit up. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, but if it's Fox and it's and that's overall Disney, I mean, there's a chance that it could go to Disney Plus or even Hulu because yeah. they own Hulu. If they fold this into Disney Plus, also like Disney Disney Plus remains the best value buy in all streaming. Services I did oh, yeah. ever. I did the three year thing. I don't even blame you. I mean, for <laughs> less than. Four bucks a month? You yes. can help uh. you can help Hawkeye have a home. <laughs> I am guaranteed Disney Plus for three years, so I didn't want to do it, but it was like that's a really good deal. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh. so all right, Steven, what are your one offs that you wanted to tell everybody about? All right, so um, for all of you guys who have Netflix, um, the is a Shinichiro Watanabe, um, the guy who did uh, that's a made-up name. No, <laughs> it's, um, but no, he uh, he's the one who did Cowboy Bebop. There's okay. a series called Carol and Tuesday that he did. Um, it's a sci-fi one. Um, features a lot of like a lot of really, really, really good music in this kind of like new sci-fi kind of world. It doesn't seem like it's sci-fi on its face in the beginning, but it's very good. Huh, I um, saw that when I was looking through my feed today, I, I, and I, I like almost started watching it, but I was I like, eh, recommend it very highly. All right, I'll check it out. Um, and then uh, the Steven Universe movie came out this week. I watched it. I bought it immediately after when, like, as soon as it was available to buy, bought it. I cried no less than three times. Did it? Did it? Does it continue the story from the series? Or does uh, yeah, it, okay. Yeah, so it picks up like I want to say like two years after the the end of the main arc for Steven Universe. It's very good. Mm. Um, and then uh, SNES games are now on the Switch. So go enjoy that, guys. All you guys who haven't decided that you want to buy new games for 35 years or whatever. <laughs> uh, and well, like, what kind of games? Like, all the NS- SNES no, games? Or? No, it's a, it's a selection of, like, 20. Um, a lot of them are in common with the SNES Mini. Um, any others than that, I don't remember. So right that now. means I can go and play Final Fantasy three again. I don't think that's one of the games that's included. But that was on the Mini. I said, some of them are. Not yeah. all of them are. The I same. hate you, Steve. I'm sorry. Wah, wah. I apologize. <laughs> they did, however, get um, the, uh, the FX chip, the Super FX chip. Uh, in the emulator there, which is really cool, because that was a big thing that they had an issue with for the um, uh, oh my gosh, the Wii U for mm-hmm. their emulation. 
Other than that, there's a new comic that started this last week called uh, Something is Killing the Children. I won't tell you guys anything about it. Just go buy it. Go read it. I heard about something about this. Like, uh, I think another comic book show that I, w- I listened to was, was talking about this show I mean, or this book. Is it the anti-vaxxer movement? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it is killing the children, though. <laughs> is, is, is it War Machine going back in time killing future Thanos? That's the deleted scene we needed. Yeah. <laughs> But everyone go read it. It's it's gorgeous. The art's great. Who's um, the writer? It's five issues. I don't remember who the writer is who's, right now. Who's the artist? Uh, what, the colorist is someone named like Miguel Muerto, which I thought is a cheesy fucking name, but I get it. Michael Death? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, everything in there, it's it's really cool. Even the pacing of it, it's really cinematic. It, it reads like someone's like, no, this is going to be a movie. Do you think cool. more people create comic books that way thinking 100%. that you know it's going to get some kind of an adaptation now the, the whole reason that people are doing um like they're adapting so many things now is because that's already all of your storyboarding done you already have a cult audience that likes it already it it's all it's half the work done mm-hmm. like there's no reason not to okay I, the writer is i think james tinian the fourth oh yeah that, that yeah. sounds right <laughs> he's uh he does a lot at marvel hmm. but yeah it's very good though Cool. All right, let's get on to Carnival Row on Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> Episode two, Eiling? I It's a uh, Eichling. Eichling, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Is they like- said it in the episode. Eichling. You gotta say it like Sean Connery. Eichling? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, the episode was directed by a man named Thor Frundlin. Mm-hmm. That's the, the same one as last Frudenthal. Time. Wasn't it? Sure. Because I remember reading the name like Thor, and I imagine it being a very small man. Thor <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's interesting. That's, uh, you know, all this mystical creatures around, and you got a guy directing the name Thor. <laughs> yep. That's my, that's my contra- con- contra- uh, contribution. contribution to this episode. Go ahead. Start. <laughs> no. Uh, I can't say how much I hate the Spurn Roses. Yeah, <laughs> like I just don't like them at no. all. Like I know at the beginning of Game of Thrones, we have Jamie pushing a child out of a window in a tower and you know breaking his spine. I still was like somewhat okay with him, and then eventually Jamie wins me over. But well, it's because you don't like children. So he was like, I mean, this is fair. <laughs> but but I, I have the comment. I can't just stand racism. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing for Jamie is there's still a charisma. The the um the sperm roses feel like the shittiest versions of Theon Greyjoy. Oh God, you're yeah. right. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, why are you like you're like aggressively shitty and wimpy at the same time? <laughs> that yeah, that scene when he's like, you know how you could pay it off quicker i'm like oh my god yeah. I'm just like just why she's gonna kick your he's, he's got no game that's for sure the, the he jo- wasn't even confident in his rape attempt like, just- <laughs> that's something i think you gotta have some conviction yeah. uh no the the joke that i made when i was watching it with my girlfriend the the first episode um the first time you see them the like the sister says something and he's like it's like hmm and he like turns her, and I was like, I made a joke like, hmm, "Sister, did someone bring my chin?" <laughs> and yeah, no, it just continues to be true. <laughs> uh, I mean, and then the sister is going just out of her way to try and be a terrible person to the neighbor who 
how dare that Faye person decide to have money and, and buy things for himself? It's because he's so handsome. I mean, yep. Stephen already talked in length about how he wears his hat. <laughs> it's very cool. Yeah, he's he's very gorgeous. I mean, you have to come up with inventive ways to wear a hat when you wear you have horns. That makes sense. He should wear two hats, one on each side. On, on each oh, horn. Yeah. Is this going to be the new, like, if an, a xenomorph wore a hat, how would he wear it? Yeah. <laughs> if, if a if pants. Wore pants. All the way on the back. <laughs> pants, you know. uh, is he not just all... I forget his name right now. Lando Calrissian. He is. He's just that kind of crap. Yeah. You're right. Oh, I didn't yeah. even think about it. You're right. That's, I love it. That's what it's, it's paying off. Uh, the other thing that we, we all seem to come to the same... Uh, or at least most of us came to the same agreement on is that it's very much the same as saga, like yeah. the idea of the the women with wings and the the men with horns. Even though we saw women with horns, we haven't seen any men with wings yet, right? Any men with wings? Yeah, no, no. we haven't well, seen any male fays yet. Mm-mm. Aside from no, the they're end all fay. No, they're all fay. We haven't even seen male pixes yet. Mm-hmm. Pixes or, or critches? Yeah, I, I get lost with the terminology. Yeah, yeah. I thought critch so was she's like a pix. And I was like, can the... you say pixie? Like what? It's it's like the slanderous <laughs> one. We don't okay. use that word yeah. here. Well, it's just like <laughs> saying puck instead of a pan. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And what yeah. do you call a centaur? A hope. They probably call him something that you're going to be very happy with. Um, probably, <laughs> yeah, eggplants. Because the 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 I mean, the very first episode starts off with the women and children, be, or women and daughters being killed, uh, and they're all pixies or pixies or whatever. Um, but we still haven't seen any men. However, it is being more heavily alluded to that. Orlando Bloom's character of Philo mm-hmm. is a half. Is a half at the very yeah, least. He's got to be. So they, they say it like three times in the episode. They establish that there's a criminal punishment for pretending to be human mm-hmm. by talking about that person whose like shoe fell off their hoof. Yep. Um, then uh, I, I forget what the other three, the other two things were, but they establish, they say it three times mm-hmm. in this one episode, and like you you called it from the back thing. John? Oh, the scars. Yeah. He got the things removed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the very end when she's all like, oh, they don't know the mm-hmm. truth about you, do they? And mm-hmm. he was like, uh, no, they don't you, or something. You wouldn't do that, would you? <laughs> well, I mean, could it also be the, just the fact that he was married to her? Well, he was married to her, right? They were husband and wife. I, they were, it it really sounds like they were lovers. It seemed like they were, well, it seemed like they were very committed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't do a widow's braid. There you for go. no reason and then oh, get that true. pissed off when you're <laughs> I was like dang <laughs> just so uh, there, you, I mean it could just uh, to me just to play devil's advocate it could be just the fact that he was married to her and then maybe that's that's also looked down upon which I'm sure it is um, but more than likely it's that he's I at mean, least half I, I've thought the first I mean I think you guys mentioned it when he got hit in the head with a hammer and just like walked it off and got a little <laughs> pissed true, about true. it I was like Oh, he's something. Like, he's not, like, you don't just get whacked in the head with a hammer and just be like, oh, like, maybe, jerk. Maybe he's like the baby in Saga. That's He's uh, half of, of Pan, half of Pix, and mm-hmm. like he, he has horns underneath there. That's why it didn't hurt him that much. <laughs> that's why he wears that dumb hat all the time. <laughs> yeah. He uh, files it down like head. Hellboy. Hellboy, yeah. Hellboy, yeah. <laughs> uh, we also found out that there is some type of pixie underground group or fey underground group that is working to what's the fu the fey underground no oh, there yes. you go they are, are working to overthrow government or at least just radical yeah. uh protesting i guess yeah. it's it sounded like they were just kind of like a 
criminal organization. Yeah. Like they run drugs and smuggling and stuff okay. just as a means of survival. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like they have any real aspirations for like overthrowing the government, yeah, just I, making their way. They're more like a gang to me. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I guess I read that whole thing wrong. But uh, we see her, the leader... Throw someone straight off a roof in some real, be- but oh, yeah. like real bad exposition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, but it was kind of obvious that she was basically like let go in order to be a spy or an arc from that point on. And they're like, yeah, we can't have that. Yeah, we gotta get rid of you. I mean, well, that's what they're. She's implying. It's just weird how our character walks up right in the middle of that happening. (laughs) Well, maybe they timed it just right because it was like, hey, we might as well introduce this person to show her what's going to happen if she messes up. Maybe. So kind of take them all at the same time. So So, two for one. If her uh, uh, vignettes, you know, (laughs) being... You can call her Viggy. They they, they said they called her uh, Vin Vin? in the episode at one point. No, I'm always going to refer to her as Vignette. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... For her to be initiated into said gang, mm-hmm. her, she has to go steal the banner from the cops. Like, mm-hmm. it's the most childish thing, right? Yeah. Like, it's... What happened to the good old days where they just beat your ass for, like, a minute? <laughs> <laughs> well, the 50s. I'm pretty sure that if it was a person of color, they would not just beat your ass, they would kill you. Yeah. So, uh, the, that's essentially re- what they're doing here. I don't remember the lady saying, you have to go do it in broad daylight in front of them. Well, it's still nighttime. Yeah. Just go at fucking night. It is. Go, night. It was nighttime that she like, went in. But it's, there's it's always like, police in the police station. It was never so busy in that time, though. Like that was their daytime busy. Yeah, is is I, that place that popping? No, it's it, probably about nighttime busy because that's when most crimes happen. That's fair. So, yeah, <laughs> if, if she was that's smart, true. she should have set off some smoke bombs and then like pretend there's a fire, so everyone evacuates. Then she'd be free to just go in there. Yeah. But no, they just yeah. go in like. You know, bluntly distraction. Yeah. Like, I mean, there definitely could have been something better as a distraction other than her friend just talking to uh, the desk sergeant, which she's going in there making a false claim about stuff. Yeah. Like, it's already going to make that's going to not that's not going to be good for Faye in general. Mm-hmm. The, the thing it felt like to me was when you're playing a video game and like. I don't. I don't play stealth video games. I'm ter- I'm terrible yeah. at them. And they're like, "All right, you're gonna want to go around this way, do these things." And I go, like, "Nope." nope. Fly right and I just it. I just run straight in, and then I get shot. I die three times, but yeah. the fourth time I get the flag and I get out. Four, That's what this felt you like. Just learn how to dodge really well. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, I have to like way. I have to hide here till I heal a little bit, and then go back uh-huh. out. Yeah, totally. That's what this felt like. I mean. <laughs> I, I like that she goes up there and it works out for the most part. But then she stays up there too long and it just creates wind with her wings. Like mm-hmm. it's like uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Like I like the idea that her wings, you know, have consequences. They're they're blowing yeah. everything around. But then I was like, it's also illegal to fly. Yeah, it takes so long. Yeah, yes, it's true. It is illegal. Which, which and then she, they, yeah. they go into that whole thing is like, why is it illegal to fly? Because they they're envious of us. They Grounders. want to be able to fly. Yeah. <laughs> So. See, I figured it's because they would take too much business away from like messenger boys and like telegraph services because yeah. you can yeah. get deliveries done faster. <laughs> They're stealing yeah. our jobs. It's, it's, <laughs> and, and I'm I'm surprised we haven't gotten that in there yet because oh, the, the first episode. Well, I, you guys that was in the first that episode. It's like the stealing our jobs thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He says it, but 
because because the the guys you know the guys working at the shipyards or something like that. It was oh, all, the kites yeah. come over here and they they get paid nothing and they're taking our job. Yeah, yeah. the immigration yeah. parables are not subtle. No, yeah. not, not at, at all. all. Well, here's the thing: it's been like that. Like this is based off of the industrial revolution. It's yeah. the same thing with immigrants in England. Mm-hmm. The same thing in America. Like that's the problem with nowadays. It's like it's not like we're moving on. Like no. it's like oh, how can we say this now? I was like, we've been saying it since we've been humans. Like yeah. just, yeah. since we've been humans. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, just. the face is just changed. Is but it's it all is. the same. Croc getting upset. Oh, get me here! Stole my job. <laughs> you know, I did like, or this episode made me appreciate the production value and the set design. There was this one tracking shot where you see this guy walking on what I assume is going to be a rail for that, some mm-hmm. kind of train. That was oh, yeah. good. That and looked had really the, good. The one person like threw yeah. trash, and then uh, and like, he drops off like a thermos yeah. or something for some pucks that's uh, like welding, mm-hmm. and then it continues tracking down to people walking on the street. And I'm like, this is a really cool set. Like this yeah, whole area just it. looks really nice. They use that set from both directions. No, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Have to and like that's a different street now. Maximize. Yeah. Well, yeah. That and, and there's so much of this is green screen. Like it's. I don't know. To me, the 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 whole studio feel of it just I don't like. I don't like the feel of it. I can understand. It's it's definitely some set extensions for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get to see new races. Uh, you said that you saw a centaur earlier. A couple or, of them. Yeah. We saw a couple of centaurs. We saw some kobolds, which I fucking mm. love. They were my favorite. That part. was cool. <laughs> it was the little theater, and he was like, <laughs> like Bowser. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, was it? The lady Spurn Rose. I, I can't think of what her first name is. Imogen. Imogen. Yeah. yeah thank Imogen. you. Um, and then the, she gets mad at, at Vignette for not bringing her parasol. Yeah. <laughs> and and then it just starts raining. Like, well, if you knew it was gonna rain, you should just <laughs> grab it yourself. Yeah. And no. But, but then no, she just stood there in the middle of the park. <laughs> yeah. She didn't she didn't move. Kind of cover. Yeah. Why did she not move? Because somebody's supposed to be nice and give her an umbrella. Some proper gentleman is supposed to do that. And then she got the wrong proper gentleman. Yeah, exactly. But I was in love with that scene. <laughs> that whole scene. I was like, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. Like, totally hit on that. Like, this is great. I, I had some big questions about that one. So, like, taking at face value, the thing that he says is, like, like he calls her out for her, like, pheromone perfume kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, but Which then is he piss. Also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he... Uh, he Calls it out for that, and then at the end of the exchange, he says, "Like you wouldn't, you shouldn't have, like, or you didn't have to do that." Oh yeah, is, is, is he saying he's that, saying that she's hot? Yeah, and he's she's interested. Hot. He's interested in her. But and is I, he actually saying that? Because I'm not sure. Well, afterwards, he seems contemptuous she, at the same time. Well, I think this. I think what you're gonna see is a whole Beauty and the Beast thing. Like he's scorn and like yeah, but he's she's upset. not like a beauty. Her typical beauty, beauty. Like you can, like hopefully, I would see. I don't know if I'm gonna trust the writer so far, with this, but I kind of <laughs> do want to see a redemption arc in her. In her like, specifically, yeah, or somebody. But I was like, she'd be the easiest to do a redemption. Mm, arc her, her bangs are too PC to be a good yeah. thing. <laughs> True. Her bangs do drive me nuts. And I was like, <laughs> Why are they so? There's, I know, gross. But still, that whole scene, I was like, you know what? I'm start. I'm shipping it. Like, I am kind of, sort of like, yeah. Like, I like this direction. So, as we come to find out that the Spurn Roses are more broke than we we knew before. Yeah. Um, was it the the dude Master Spurnrose has to explain to Imogen like where all the money is going? Father only left us ten thousand dollars a month, a year, a year. A year. Sorry, yeah. and yet it's all gone. And he's like, "Well, you want fresh roses here every day. You want coal for the fl- you know the fireplace every day. All those things cost money." Uh, my 
endeavor into shipping obviously went bad. Yeah. <laughs> that, that wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing that she comes up with... Where, so, where is she going with the whole sending the letter to the the fey dude she's gonna try to take it she's gonna try to take his money yeah so you think she is gonna try and warm up to him and then take his money yeah she's gonna socially maneuver her way into being able to take his money Mm -hmm. okay i thought maybe it was gonna be more of a never being kissed thing of ask the dude out to whatever and then throw eggs at him that's (laughs) metaphorical eggs no because up until that point she has been nothing but even to like their own pucks like servant that Mm -hmm. they have she was like can you believe one of them moved in and she's like uh not just like have you seen me? Yeah. Bitch, I'm right here. And like, so, like, she did it like three times throughout the episode, just complaining about him. And then once she found out that they're in trouble, and she was like, "Oh, but he has money," and yeah. she she already yeah. knows that he kind of expressed some interest. So it sounds like exactly right. Like she's just basically gonna try to like use her feminine wiles and you know try to see if maybe she can get something out of it. Maybe even go so far. As to like marry him, I guess. Yeah, I she's gonna get a real good prenup. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> or not a prenup. Not prenup. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have yeah, a prenup. And I think they mentioned too how he became rich. That he was the servant of somebody that was rich and, and left him a bunch of money. money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which was like I was like, oh okay, well at least now we understand how that happened. No, no, I'm sorry. No, the guy who owned that house yeah, was he was broke. He was broke, so he sold the the, the house to whoever was going to give him the money. Uh, yeah. So so more than likely, it, I don't think we've still found out how he got all his money. Mm-hmm. We just know that he has money and now she needs some of it because they're broke. Right. Mm. So, what, yeah. what if he's trying to play her for the exact same thing as oh, she's yeah. trying to play for <laughs> him? Sure. What if it's all just a big charlotte? Like he doesn't yeah. actually have any money? Yeah. He, he just found some other like thieve type people to be like, hey, yeah. be my servants and we'll all make out in this. And she uh-huh. she was their mark and then, no, you fucked up, bro. <laughs> he picked the wrong <laughs> I mean, I, I like that idea. However, if you're really going to pull that off, you don't have the fae be the rich person because it's going to be ri- that much more hard, but, more but difficult. Rich people love that, like, that like like forbidden fruit kind of thing, yeah. you know? Mm. As we see with <laughs> the party leader's son. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the last episode, he gets kidnapped uh, as he's pissing off the balcony of the whorehouse. <laughs> um Unfortunately, the the pet bear, the pet bear yeah, gets killed, bear. gets sacrificed, yeah, uh, by augury bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the dark magic. The the witch tells him, "Oh, it's someone you know closely that yeah. has kidnapped your son." Uh, to be fair, she wasn't lying. You're right. There. He, yeah. She her she was not quote unquote. Uh, what's that word? Uh, not predicting. Deception? Oh, oh, like uh, uh, oh, uh, when shit, prophecy? Sure. sure, yeah, <laughs> prophecy. No, what's the class called in Hogwarts? Tell, oh, tell, um, tell divination. Divin- yeah. There you go. <laughs> it was, well, she was. Well, it wasn't augury. That's the that specific one. Probably, no. but it's I'm, all I'm divination. Yeah. yeah. Divination. Uh, so when it, the idea is that it, oh, it ends up being his mother. His mother kidnapped him and and leaves has him naked in the middle of a. Like steam room yeah some bathhouse yeah. some bathhouse bath yeah. yeah with a uh pouch uh sack over his head as he just sits there crying and like you know who i am and then uh eventually you see the the old witch standing next to the mom and she's like ah, i hated that bear anyways kind of thing <laughs> the, th- the question that i had was she said she's never been asked to lie before right or yeah. whatever implying that she did lie but what she said wasn't a lie. So what is the lie? The, I, I think it's it's not a lie, but it is a deception. Yeah. Okay. 
it's it's the idea of we asked you to find out who kidnapped our son, uh-huh. and all you told us was that someone that you know. Like, yeah, which, like you know still, more, like, so that, it is that still, still – That still seems like that's the kind of thing that, like, people you would do get that from a di- Yeah. <laughs> it's vague enough that it would work. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe there could be another lie in there, but I don't think there is. I think it's just more of uh, the idea that she's deceiving the, the master of the mm-hmm. house. Yeah. So, I don't know. Predictions for the next episode? So, we have six episodes left. There's only eight episodes total. Mm-hmm. I do, are we going is 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 this show I mean the stuff with Orlando Bloom also cuz he finds it, there's another uh oh his his big case now is whatever that dark being was that we saw on the end of the last episode mm-hmm. um is is the crime going to be any more involved in this show is it going to be more crime procedural than anything for the show <laughs> do you think I I think so I think that's the route it's going is it'll be more crime based Okay but and I feel like also might turn into like not just Faye are dying either from this monster thing. Mm. It's true. Yeah, humans have livers too. That's yep. true. If the liver was an oddly specific one, I mean that's where all the nutrients are. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of the things that Jack the Ripper would take too. Ooh. I, I feel like somebody took the liver. I, I don't say remember. it was Jack the Ripper, hmm. and then he started taking more organs, but. Okay. But yeah, it is a very specific. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. I, I did find myself at at some points during this episode it not holding my attention, and I and I like um, went yeah. to my phone, like, and that's a way I judge things now. The, well, there was no fairy flying sex on this one. I, that's not it, something that interests no, me that though either. No. <laughs> like, I would love to see more of Orlando Bloom's character fighting, or mm-hmm. uh, more to do with uh, Cara Delevingne's character, like having to navigate this. I did like the part where she just takes off like she like she's done with that family so that's mm-hmm. cool i did yeah. like orlando bloom being like get, paying her way off but then being like well why is it that because i know she didn't steal because she doesn't yeah. steal yeah so why is it and then he takes his money back when he oh, figures yeah. it out so i think we're also going to get more from their like their um like satyr kind of lady mm-hmm. from like their mm-hmm. servant because she knows that she didn't go to put her hand in that stuff to take the incidentals or whatever yeah, I think there's going to be a betrayal yeah. with her I, and that's why I think they are going to go with that plot line that she's going to try to get the pan or whatever mm-hmm. her neighbor is and then I think that's where the betrayal will lie is like that lady because she was so in the first episode she was like I have a roof I like yeah, I'm loyal to this family and mm-hmm. like eh, are you though yeah. like, <laughs> but like ima- imagine like now next door there's a person who might not be a piece of shit to her and she could have a roof over there too yeah <laughs> John? Yeah. Well, yeah. They're not going to be able to afford her pretty soon, too, I'm sure. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> this is true. also true. The writing's on the she wall. She might have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> but any predictions for the uh, series as it goes on? Yeah. Um, well, not so much predictions, but hopes. I'm hoping that the payoff for whatever the monster is, because I think that's what's going to depend on how I feel about this show in general, is if that's actually something that has like a really, really cool explanation Mm -hmm. then uh, i think i'm gonna be in if it just turns out to be you know like a crate because they mentioned stuff like there's elixirs it sounds like it's some kind of drug or alcohol that Mm -hmm. they take that maybe makes them go crazy or something um if it just turns out that it's like oh a fairy or satyr or one of their magical creatures that just is like drunk or something or affected then that's gonna be kind of disappointing but if it's, do you actually want it to be some type of fey god? Yes, I want it to be something like Eldritch. You know, I, yeah. wa- I want yeah. it to go there and you know be something huge. So if it's something like that, I think I'm going to be good. 
Cool. Smoke hmm. monster. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is definitely a binge show over like a watch week by week show. Right. I feel like us watching it week by week makes it kind of sort of yeah, I, I hate like you notice writing mistakes this, more when you're well, watching it slower. This is the opposite for me. If if I had to watch this show all at once, I'd be done. <laughs> but see, I, like, I feel like because of how it waves, mm-hmm. it gets like exciting and then, okay, a little boring. That's and that, that's what would like pace you for a longer show as opposed to like everything being Ooh. exciting every episode. Have you yeah. heard that Netflix is going to be going away from the whole binge, being I, able to binge stuff? Like, I like they're, it. They're going to drop that's, stuff week I've to week. I've heard that that wasn't true. That I heard that, that they're, the next one of their next shows is going to be that way. They're rolling out more and more of that stuff. Just because that's the way Disney I, I Plus is going to do yeah. it. That's the uh-huh. way Amazon's going to start doing it, I think. Uh, so Hulu does it like that already. Hulu already yeah. does it that way. So Yeah, because Handmaid's Tale does yeah. it that way, right? Mm-hmm. So I can see that happening. I like it. I, I there's there's so many things where like like season two and three of Stranger Things I watched like that night. Oh yeah. <laughs> and See, the at thing, the end I think my experience was lessened because of that for those two seasons. And I think the thing is is that if if it's a show that's been out or it's an old show or something like that, you want to sit there and binge that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But these newer shows, you need time to process. Process. Yeah. Yes. Between between episodes, to be like, okay, what did I just watch? I want to have an opportunity. I like this opportunity to be like, what are we going to see the rest of this? Like, what what's the prediction kind of thing? I feel like when you, which I feel like when you binge it, you don't critique it as much. Yeah, like true. for writing, and mm-hmm. that's that's where I think because you get so many, like it kind of you get so many waves, and it makes you like want to keep on. Like it always ends in a cliffhanger. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> okay, next one. That cliffhanger was great, but all you're focusing on is the cliffhanger, not like the horrible, crappy exposition <laughs> writing in the middle and. Like and my mom made the point that it seems like this is like too many genres being shoved yeah, together. That's it's just a lot not of genres working right because it's so fast paced. I would agree. One point I did want to bring up uh, from the episode we kind of pushed over it, but the Fay that was killed at the beginning or the end of last episode, mm-hmm. um, the fact that her liver was missing, and then when the other lady was doing the sacrifice of the bear. Mm-hmm. And she was yanking out its guts, and I'm like, "Well, there's a visual similarity with the uh, oh, other yeah. one from yeah. earlier." Mm-hmm. True, and it got me thinking uh, when she said, "You know, like this requires a sacrifice." What if the murder of the Fae that was we a saw sacrifice? Is some kind of sacrifice mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. for something like this? Some kind of magical ritual? It could, it could definitely yeah. be. But I, I assumed, yeah. or at least I in, inferred from the fact that the witch said that there had to be a sacrifice. It meant something, a sacrifice from something from your family. So that would mean, well, it could be some, that's someone else's. But that's what was important yeah. to them. The yeah. only, yeah, and the but, only, and we did see in the autopsy. He said that uh, she had had a child at yeah. one point, and yeah. she was also like very like special because she like sung really well. That's true. Yeah. She did sing really she well. She had like you know a, a phonograph, which was like not something that someone would have in that poor area. I, the the only thing for that one because I like I the, the same thought for this stuff, and I liked that idea is that usually like the thing that she did to like like divine anything from mm-hmm. the guts usually like. They like cut them open, like 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 throw them onto the table, and yeah. like read them from where they fall. Yeah, it is a form of divination that I've seen in other books and other, um, like movies they too. I think Robin Stardust. Prince of Thieves. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Stardust. Stardust. Does it. Yeah, Stardust. That's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, is that good? Everybody, we summed up this episode. Did, do you this episode? Do you guys like it more now at the end of this, the second episode, than you did the first? Uh, I think I'm about the same. How did it end? I don't even remember. The episode, <laughs> the episode. So, so that's so a no. so shining negative review. It literally just ends with her her telling Orlando Bloom's character like, 
uh, do you want me to tell them? And that's it. Oh, right. And then she, yeah. she runs off. Flies away. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. it. She stole a banner, right? And now she's going to be a gangster. That's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> she's going to have that sideways hat next time. <laughs> like, like the guy? Yeah. She did have a sideways hat, though, when she was the her lady in waiting, <laughs> like in the yeah. park. She's foreshadowing. It's already there. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Victoria and England, we love tiny hats. <laughs> that's oh, I didn't, you guys didn't point this out in the first episode. I noticed when Orlando Bloom gave the interview. To the victim, he squinted his eyes like he was thinking really hard, and it drove me nuts the entire scene. Just like, mm, okay, <laughs> like, just, like why are you squinting so? Much? He, he saw so much with his elf eyes. That's yeah, his, oh, like, are you his elf eyes. I was gonna say he just got used to working with Johnny Depp on those pirate movies. It's always sunny in your face. Fair. He's like, what are you yeah. even saying right now? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, if uh, anybody would like to talk to me about this show or any of the stories we talked about today, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mitchipedia, G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. John is also on Twitter at... I am at Magic Bollocks. Steven, where can people find you on You can the find internet? me across all the different so- social media platforms out there as either Peppermint Gentleman or Peppermint Gent. Come hang out. I don't post anything. <laughs> but you. But people can at you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please do. All day. I'll respond with gifts. <laughs> Uh, and Jess? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J.M. Bailey Writes. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geekelitemedia.com. But until next time, this is the Geeks Watch on the Geek Elite Media Network saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. Beep.